Here's the tea, the reality. What's up everyone? My name is Iman and in today's virtual studio, we have Adiba and Akma. Hey guys, Diba is in the studio. Hello, Kuma is here. Today, we'll be talking about goal number 4 of the 8 Millennium Development Goals. Now, you would think, what makes MDGs any different than SDGs? Well, the differences between these two goals are that MDGs focuses on reducing poverty and targeted the goal of ending hunger, while SDGs widely focuses on reducing poverty while fixing together in the aspects of environment, economy, and social. So, for today's topic, We will be discussing about the ABCs of child protection. Child abuse, according to Hana Yu, our former Deputy Minister of Women, Family and the Community Development. She said in 2018, there were up to more than 20,000 of child abuse cases for the past five years. That add up to child mortality and that's why I think we would like to focus on this. Now, before we continue with our topic today, we must, of course, address the elephant in the room, coronavirus. With stress and anxiety at an all-time high now, we would like to just give a few tips on good mental health practices during this lockdown as shared by BBC News. Number one, be mindful of yourself and the people around you too. Stay connected with people. Three, stay fit and healthy. Four, have active, healthy distractions such as reading and gardening. And lastly, listen to your body and take rest when needed. Let us all try our best to fight this epidemic and look out for one another. So, thank you, Iman, for the reminder. So, today, we have a very special guest from Monsters Among Us, Miss Firzana. So, Miss Firzana, can you tell us about yourself and what MAU does? Hello everyone, so it's a pleasure to be here. I'd like to thank your team for inviting me and of course for highlighting the silence issue of child mortality. My name yes, is Fir yes. and I am a law graduate from IIUM. I'm also the founder and president of Monsters Among Us since its establishment in 2017. Um, my NGO is a youth NGO that focuses in preventing child sexual abuse in Malaysia. We amplify the role of the youth to create safer childhoods for our little ones and of course to provide a support network for survivors out there. We try our best to fill in the gaps in our current social welfare system in order to uphold rights of children and marginalized communities at large. Our common strategies are through awareness events, either for the mass or even directly for our beneficiaries themselves, the children. We also play a role in providing the youth perspective in consultations and stakeholder coordinations so that the youth's opinion is always heard. But most of the time, we are your usual millennials utilizing social media to create change through the means that we have. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. Okay, I think it's very thoughtful. Well, back to our Miss Rona. We have Miss Joyce, a pharmacy student from IMU. Now volunteering at Doc to us here to share some advice on staying safe during MCO. While our MCO has been relaxed, but the coronavirus pandemic is far from over. So guys, remember to always wash your hands for 20 seconds with soap and water. Practice social distancing and bring a hand sanitizer with you when going out. Wear a face mask if you have any. The best vaccine we have currently is the self-discipline to abide by these rules. Together, we can fight COVID-19. Stay safe, stay healthy. 
thank you to our friends from Dog to Us. Now let's dive right into it. Abuse. Abuse is the cruel and violent treatment of a person or animal. From your experience, right, what are the most common cases of child abuse that you've seen in Malaysia? Um, according to a report from our welfare department, child abuse are actually um, in the form of children neglect, second sexual mm-hmm. abuse and thirdly physical abuse. So, mm. what about now? Mm. COVID-19 only exacerbates the likelihood for these abuses to take place. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, there's multiple reasons. Lah. First, stresses at home. Mm-hmm. There's issue of you know financial instability. Mm-hmm. People are socially repressed. And many other things that could trigger a person to be more stressed at home right now. And second, the very mm-hmm. fact that MCO is an enabler. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's yeah. for vulnerable individuals to remain trapped and silenced in homes. So like mm-hmm. before this, at least our survivors could have... You you know, an escape plan because yeah. they were allowed to move around. But mm. right now, even the law disallows us to go out. So how do we Ooh. ensure that many exactly. of our vulnerable exactly. individuals are safe? Um, I would like to just put it on the table about baby dumping cases. It has become a genuine social issue. And I, in a light of the fact that baby dumping cases are still happening in our country, I feel this is also a form of abuse. Um, can you give uh, a bit of opinion or thoughtful about this issue, Ms. Susanna? Sure, definitely. It's a clear violation of a child's rights. You know, a right to protection, healthy upbringing and many more. But in my opinion, this issue is more than just about the child being dumped. You know, the mm. stigma on girls carrying a child out of wedlock is the cause for baby dumping, to be honest. Try imagining okay. this. Being in their Ooh. position, mm-hmm. they are alone, they are scared and stigmatized, do you think going to hospitals would be a choice for them? I'm not saying that baby dumping is justified, but there must be a reason why these mothers couldn't reach out for help. So our mm. role mm. is to handle them with more compassion and less judgment so that we can connect them to the help that they deserve. Okay, so we're talking about in Malaysia, right? Do you think it's because that we are living in Malaysia and it is like some kind of a culture? I mean... I don't think it's just a Malaysian culture to mm-hmm. stigmatize, you know, premarital relationships. Mm-hmm. It's a more Asian, Asian regional culture, yeah. and it's been rooted uh, in our, in our, in our religion. It's been rooted yeah. in our, you know, accepted yes, norms. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. What about child punishment? Okay. So the first thing that I would like to address mm-hmm. is that um the reason why a lot of child abuse is happening in Malaysia, if we look it into the local mm-hmm. context, is because we actually understand the extent of mm-hmm. a child's rights don't see these things as mm-hmm. crime, you know. But when yeah. we talk about murders, people yeah. understand the gravity and its criminality. But when yeah. it's abuse, people mm-hmm. don't see the impacts because yeah. most of the times, the emotional and mental aspects are most vulnerable to abuse and they go unnoticed. Ignorance transcends beyond status and economic mm-hmm. background, yeah? So no matter how rich you are yeah, or ignorant. how poor you are, yeah. if you remain ignorant, <laughs> you will forever True. be. So, Ms. Rizana, would you mind elaborating on child rights? So, rights mm-hmm. itself, it mm-hmm. is not an option given to us. It is not a choice, mm-hmm. but it's a mm-hmm. natural entitlement that we deserve. So, that means the moment we are brought into this world, we already have a list of rights that we are entitled to. 
But when it comes Thank to you. children's rights, they mm-hmm. are entitled to four categories according to the UNCRC. Um, and without us mm-hmm. realizing, children mm-hmm. are actually entitled to more rights as compared to adults. Because for adults, it is mm-hmm. our responsibility mm-hmm. for us to mm-hmm. make sure that the child's rights are taken care of and not violated. I don't really think that people are much aware of this kind of rights. I mean, like in general, they know like, oh, the kid needs to go to school, the kids need to be fed, mm-hmm. the kids need to have a home. But in that, like, oh, the child has a right to information, the child has a right to mm-hmm. protect themselves. I don't think a lot of us know. And that is why parents and just the whole society come together. I think the first thing that we need to address mm-hmm. is do we even teach children's mm-hmm. rights in schools, you know? Do we teach these concepts mm-hmm. to children themselves? Uh, It's important for us as adults to firstly understand the importance of children knowing what what their rights are. Because when we ask ourselves, you know, do we celebrate children's empowerment? Do we allow them to freely express their thoughts or do we normally shut them down? So the honest is on us to listen and understand their needs. Mm -hmm. That was a very long-winded convo. Let's take a break now. Hey you! Interested in managing relations? Come on down to UITM Shah Alam and enroll in our public relations program. Active club that is under the Institute of Public Relations Malaysia. We got them. Networking dinner and conferences. We got them. Building your professional portfolio. We can help. So, what are you waiting for? Okay, that is great. Thank you so much, Adiba. Now that we're done with our break, let's continue our discussion on abuse. I feel and I know that a lot of abuse goes unreported. Um, so, Ms. Frizana, since your organization directly deals with this kind of issues, will you mind sharing with us why do children and even parents do they do not report this kind of ch- child sexual abuse okay. and abuse so in general? First things first, I don't think um all Malaysians know the different types of abuse there is. So to them probably Pukul yeah. Buddha is abuse, but kalau tunjuk porn kat Buddha bukan abuse kot, you know? But all, all of these yeah, are yeah. all um, enacted laws that criminalize all of this abuse. So first thing is they are most of us are unaware of what abuse um what abuse is and the different types and different forms of abuse but secondly if you talk on a on a societal landscape um like the things that we've discussed earlier the issue of um culture and how we 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 really are too fixated with the idea of you know purity so kalau uh, if a child has been misalnya sexually abused we we don't normally encourage the child to mm-hmm. say, hey, you know, you, you have to say that you have been sexually abused because mm-hmm. when you tell to the society that, yes, I've been sexually abused, meaning I'm not a virgin anymore. And in Malaysia, being a virgin is like, you know, the one thing that everyone wants to be. A very big so, thing, yeah. Most people who have been exposed to these kind of things will firstly reach out to their friends, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. They, most of them, like, will feel afraid if they reach out to their family first. And... So as a friend, I think we should all need to help help them who are, who are yeah. being abused. It does seem that children and even parents not know their rights. 
Like from my opinion, I do feel that when a child and parents know what inappropriate touching is and whom to ask help from it would negate the issue a bit. Not entirely, of course, but it would be an improvement, right? What do you think about I agree. this? Yeah, I agree with you because that's the first thing we teach when we go to schools. You know, um, Monsters and Maas, we always advocate that it's never too early to start talking about sexuality education. So, um, mm-hmm. the motto is you have to talk mm-hmm. soon and talk often. That's So, I agree mm-hmm. with you. You know, starting with topics like mm-hmm. safe and unsafe touches, that's the best way for a child to protect themselves. Because like I said earlier, yeah. why sexual abuse need they yeah. go unreported is because probably the child does not know that you know her yeah. uncle yeah they're her being uncle touched. shouldn't touch her at her ah, vagina or her breast yeah, so, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. yeah and I I see a lot of like you know people talking casually on Twitter about their past abuse Um, they say like they they didn't they couldn't really talk about it because yeah. like for example their uncles were like gaslighting mm. them Memang, it's, it, I think it's a culture where we normally mm blame you know children or basically survivors for the things that they do like if a child is bullied we question kenapa tak bagi tahu kita awal even though mm-hmm. it's, it yeah. seems trivial but that is a form of victim blaming um and if we do not correct mm. our ways then mm. forever our survivors will have to remain silent and not seek for help that they need they do not know anything because they never been taught about these kind of things this is why those who are Doing sexual abuse are brave to do so towards children. But in our education system, I do not think that these things are being taught to the children. That is why I believe that we should have some form of sex education in Malaysia. Yeah. Um, Sex education is not only about sex and reproduction. People should open their mind and not think like, if it called sex education, it is only going to teach about sex. Because it also teaches them about other topics about consent, inappropriate touching, what they should and should not do when they are facing this yeah, kind of situation. Exactly. So I, I just want to ask your opinion on our policies right now that mm-hmm. protects children, specifically the Child Act of 2001. The Child Act 2001 is a very progressive law mm-hmm. because it really upholds the rightful essence of you know a child's rights mm-hmm. and it does not yeah. only talk about victims children victims mm-hmm. it also talks about children who mm-hmm. become offenders themselves and mm-hmm. in 2017 we just mm-hmm. enacted our specific law to address mm-hmm. sexual abuse which is the sexual offenses against children act 2017 and this law is amazing it criminalizes mm-hmm. child pornography it criminalizes online grooming so when we mm-hmm. talk about the law we are very mm-hmm. ahead of you know as compared to other of our neighboring mm. countries but when we talk about enforcement this is where we are lacking mm. terribly when we talk about True. the government's mm. capacity and also the government's mm. willingness to settle a case to very mm. rally even there yeah. there was a research you know there was a report by ICPAD mm. in 2018 if i'm not no in 2019 mm. our laws mm-hmm. punya rating very tinggi it was more than 50 mm-hmm. over 100 but when it came to execution enforcement we fell below 50 over 100. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. when you talk about policies, it's mm-hmm. not just the law. It's it's about providing a proper structure, mm-hmm. a proper sure. SOP to ensure that the child is not compromised in the process because we all know the criminal justice uh, process 
is a very daunting mm-hmm. process. So it's all about True. collaboration with important stakeholders. Mm. You need to coordinate and also transparency in data. I think Malaysia we we lack mm-hmm. data. So yeah. we don't know what's what's the issue mm. right now. Macam even JKM sekarang pun they haven't released numbers that have been um uh, the talian kasih calls. We don't know why does not the government at least make it mandatory like the marriage cards. I mean, it's not like you would need a license to have a children or something but if these things in like marriage cards also has a section on how to raise a child, I think that it would be better for all of us. Before you get married, you know at least the fundamentals of taking care of a child. Yeah, it's not like could be like prevented 100% but at least it could you know lessen the burden to the towards the children when they Definitely grow up. Definitely agreed. Now to conclude this section I I, I would like to ask um Miss Fizana, I want to ask from the perspective of young generation what we can do in order to support and help to achieve zero yeah. percent okay. of so, um, Firstly, I think we have to stop being a society of bystanders, and most of our cases involving children happen because bystanders themselves think that I don't think I can do anything to help, and this is a wrong mentality. Yeah. You know, so we gotta stop being bystanders, mm. and we have to continue getting new information about. All of these things because these are very personal issues though we talk about oh budak tu budak True. budak kat kampung A kena mm. it can happen to our own child or mm. to our own sister yeah. so we need to register that in yeah, our yeah, exactly. first and of <laughs> course um when you become mm-hmm. a non-bystander you speak up using the privilege that you have lah because many True. many ma- ve- many many vulnerable mm-hmm. and marginalized communities the reason why abuses mm. happen to them a lot is because they can't speak up so we use all of these platforms to speak about these issues so i would i would very mm. much applaud you guys to mm-hmm. for you know choosing this topic because it's very important and you are using your means your platform to talk about mm-hmm. a cause that you are passionate about so yeah So what yeah. is, what are awesome solutions there is Rosanna thank you for sharing no because I think okay. for sure if we, if we 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 would all come together we are able to do it right like yeah. the saying goes it takes the whole village to raise a child so Miss Rosanna does MAU want to share any message or advice to our listeners firstly I think everyone needs to understand this. You don't have to be an advocate to talk about these issues. You can be a normal kagah dekat kampung. You can you can be you know pak den dekat kedai kopi to be an advocate. So take care of those closest to you, and it will create a domino effect. You tak payah nak save budak dekat Africa, save budak dekat Selayang dulu. Contohnya, yeah, and yeah, find what drives you guys and what motivates you guys, and hold on to it tightly lah and be agents of change mm-hmm. in your own in your own bubble again thank you so much miss rizana and monsters among us for sharing their insightful knowledge regarding abuse to conclude today's podcast we would just like to say that awareness and education is important to develop not just children but also society as a whole We must also be mindful of the people around us to negate the issue of silencing abuse. If you are facing this kind of abuse or know someone who is, please call Talian Kase, the 24-7 hotline at 15999. There are people here who can help you. Thank you for tuning in and make sure to listen to the rest of the series. Stay safe, stay home, take care.